A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, guys. Welcome to our crossover Patreon. Here it's we Amanda are. and Jody. <laughs> I never know when to speak there. It's <laughs> never on the right right time uh hey guys what's up we have a uh i guess we haven't announced this yet but i think people will be excited about what our, what we're doing here with this uh boot camp thing why don't you tell them okay take it away because you seem confused as i was saying that like you don't remember well, there was like something new i was like oh no so you guys know how we do our three week uh, every three weeks we recap fucking boring as teen mom well, since that is on, like, hiatus and we still don't know when Teen Mom 2 is dropping, I don't even know if we did Teen Mom 2 crossovers, did we? I think we I just did OGs. I, don't know. Oh, I feel like we talked about Brianna. Huh. And she's a two. She's a two, but I feel like you also have guested on my pod, so... Sure. It could, it, anyway, hmm. who the fuck cares? Uh, right. I feel like people will enjoy this more. I was using Bootcamp as a $5 Patreon on just my channel, but uh, Jody, I just don't, I couldn't even imagine doing it without Jody. And we were trying to figure out what to do as a crossover. And then we just kind of figured out. Machete. Like, <laughs> hatchet. Hatchet. <laughs> and I think it would, it would just be better if we just did this whole fucking series together. The, yeah, or the, we're doing this it. season, at least, of this series. Because it's it. good. They fucking the editing of this shit is so good. It is it, it is outrageous. So Absolutely. we're gonna just be doing this whole season. Every three weeks yep. we'll drop back in on um little celeb what is this called? Marriage boot camp family edition is what it's called. There's no celebrity word in there. Oh, which I is, thought there was celebrity. No, but I think that's what's even funnier. <laughs> they shadily don't put the word celebrity in there. I'm I'm Because I'm the positive. reality. Yeah. They're like, no, you're not celebrities, Amber. I tried to <laughs> I tried to find this for free on like YouTube or whatever, and I found it on Daily Motion. Mm. But oh no, don't get too excited. Well, actually, if we're not going to do sound clips, then it doesn't matter. You can find it there for free. But like every ten seconds, they speed up the sound, so oh, Amber gotcha. will be talking totally perfect, and she'll be like, "You can't tell me what to do because I'm a different person." And I just, <laughs> it's like right. This crazy... And Amber never talks fast. She always talks slow. Oh no, it's hilarious. And <laughs> Jim's mom, like Mother Jim Nancy. Jones, yeah, Nancy. Her voice because it's like this, it's like but then this. It's, yeah, uh, but it goes really high pitch like this. <laughs> <laughs> it might be worth it just to watch it like that. Yeah, but Anyhow. did you just? So what did you do? Did you just watch it on my account? Uh, no, I bought it. Oh, okay. It's like fifteen dollars straight up to buy the whole season, which is fine. Oh, I guess I should have done that. I just yeah. did like the no, SD just... version for a so, dollar ninety nine, whatever. No, that that's what I did too. Oh, you oh. bought it. The whole season for SD is fifteen dollars. Anyway, guys, who cares? It's fucking. It's on Amazon. If anyone wants to watch this yep. without commercials and stuff. 
So this is what we're doing. I mean, the best parts is Amber and Matt. I mean, the other stuff is great. Amber and Matt is like the main course, but all the other because they are da belza da bell. I mean, they really, I don't know. I think Tanya's developed the ball. Did you see that little interstitial where it was like a 10 minute clip where she was just drunk at the pool table? For I no absolutely reason. did. Okay. She made no sound, no noise. She was just lurking around, moving balls around on the table with her hands. <laughs> like, but I mean, holding a full glass oh, a full and just water. stumbling around the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at that point, I feel like everyone's just kind of accepted that this is going to be a presence. And it's a non-threatening presence. Yeah, she's just there. She's just background noise. Just and it's actually throwing a, a couple of Amber, Amber, hold on. Don't get angry, Amber. There's like a one point because she spends the whole series, I assume, talking about how much she just wants Matt to be out of their lives and Matt sucks. But then the one thing she actually says is, Amber, he's trying to he's trying to make you understand, <laughs> Amber. I'm like, shut up. I'm like, don't the one time that he's truly being a dick. And being a gaslighting Ooh. asshole, Ooh, she jumps in. Oh, I hate him so much. This I was, knew you were going to be triggered. This, I hate, I hate the word "triggered" because uh-huh. I feel like it's overused, especially on Teen Mom. But mm-hmm. this episode was like, incredibly triggering for me. But seeing, have you? Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, seeing Jim just sleeping because he was so stoned the whole time. I was like, huh. I'm like, that's the energy I'm going to pull from here. <laughs> yeah, you could really fast forward through the Jim and Chrissy scenes because. They just seem way too normal to be there. But I think they need to be there because they they actually have a healthy... There are times where they're they're just talking to each other. And I'm like, I feel like these three could just work this out on their own off to the side without even doing any of these activities. Absolutely. But you need that. You can't just have chaos. That's why Chelsea's still in the show. And that's why Mm. Macy's still in... Except Ryan's really good. That's why you need the boring people in the show. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, have you watched the episode of A Very Duggar Wedding? For uh, no, not yet? yet. Not yet. I mean, I was, well, I mean, it could be just the fact that I, uh, you know, I mean, we've talked about, I may have like put on a half pound or so during this quarantine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did my first Peloton workout, by the way, and I love it, but Yay! I do need a padded seat because, oh, as Oprah said, my JJ was paying in. My uh, um, my friend Zoe, who actually is in that picture of all the princesses, she's Cinderella, and she oh, listens, yeah. and she was like, you're going to love it. She's like, we all need to work out together. It's going to yeah, be so fun. She, said, she it. said it was the best purchase she's ever made. That's actually the feedback I've gotten with everyone is it's expensive, but it's the best thing I've ever bought for myself. Yeah, so. it was great. And it's actually Yay. not that hard to move. I know I kind of got you freaked out earlier. Anyhow. Yeah, whatever. The Duggar episode... I was sweating last night watching it. I was so upset. Like, I I had a physical, it was like a physical detox. Like, the last Christian fundamentalist asshole was getting out of my system. So, is this the worst out of any of these, like, freaking multiple family things? Oh, no, they're all bad. Yeah. (sighs) Well, I I like the one with the the kid who likes the the margaritas. Yeah. I like the margaritas. A wine slushy machine. (laughs) I had like twenty one slips. Oh my god, <laughs> he's my favorite. I like to talk to you alone if you know what I mean. <laughs> you guys, oh, it's funny. I, <laughs> you need to see Jody's 
face as she's it's doing that because he's, he's your smiling. face morphs into it. Yeah, your oh, face. He'll smile, like but it. he doesn't move his mouth when he talks. <laughs> if anyone doesn't no, know what that see- means, it's our welcome to Plath. Welcome, meet the Plats. Welcome to Plathville. Welcome to Plathville. Meet the yes. Anyhow, the Duggars, I think, are worse than the Plaths. Maybe they're all adjacent to each other, but it's it's bad. Are they it's multiple really wives, bad. or is that the only no. one? Okay, no, but they do the quiverful thing where the Bible said you should have as many children as a quiverful. So, okay, just wait till the vows. They so they must they promise. must hate me. They have to promise that however many children God wants to give them, they will not prevent anything, stop anything. They just have kids, 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 because God wants them to do that. God will provide. I'm actually pretty positive God doesn't want me to have kids because I rarely have ever used protection. Never. Like, I'm like, I'm the worst with that. And never. I've never even had a, like, a close to, like, a big scare. That's pretty good. Like, ever. One time I missed my period by one day, and I, it could have been one of three men. So that's why I was worried. Oh, I was God. like, fuck. But then oh, it, it wasn't. I got my period the next day. So uh, I think God's like, we're going to give you a bunch of animals, and then you're send you on your way. <laughs> that, and you're gonna that's what you're going to do with your life. <laughs> you stepped up right before him, like in uh, heaven or whatever, before you were reincarnated. I'm like, ah, Kaczynski. To the left. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like, I had twenty kids in a past life. And I he's like, You weren't have. very good at this, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna send you there. Line door yeah. number two. Yeah. Right? Anyhow, you're gonna die at this episode. It's just everything. Well, I can't wait. Wow. That's for a total next. request pod. And then tomorrow oh, yeah. we're putting out our bonus episode, which is two episodes of the Netflix series Lerve. Which yeah, I gotta watch that tonight. I watched like twenty episodes trying to wind down which which two to give you, but I think I think I did good. I think I did real good. All right, well, little intro into to kind of catch us up to what's going on with boot camp. Mm, nice. Four reality star families with relationships beyond repair. She's an attention whore. It's in her DNA. They have no idea what I've been through. Make a last ditch effort to mend or end their ties forever. If anyone can fix this, you can. Relationship experts Dr. Rish and Dr. V train yeah. couples for kids. Is it time to cut yourself off from your family forever? You're lying. Triggers me to go crazy. I want you to be my father. It's me against the both of you. Oh, it's the mentally unstable sister. They must fight to save their family bonds. I feel completely betrayed. This is Marriage Bootcamp Family Edition. There we go. All right. I feel like that mob wives family is just never going to work out their problems because I just think they've been raised in, like, not necessarily an Italian culture, but just a specific family dynamic that they're yeah, everyone's like, this is how it is. of yeah. conflict is the norm. That's the default. And that's just kind of how they, I feel like they'd be bored without that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But they all love each, like they, they get along well enough. The only one who has no chance of working this out is Amber and Matt and Tanya. It's so bad. Oh my God. It's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. So Amber here. is the first person we catch up with and she's still clearing out all these fake pill bottles yeah. because they're making a mockery of my life. By the way, this episode is called Skeleton. Oh, is this called Snake Ske- in the Grass? Why did I write Skeletons in the Closet? Because that was an episode <laughs> I did like two weeks ago on Teen Mom. I'm losing it's it. It's Snake in the Grass. I was just so excited when this episode started because we're waiting three weeks in between all of these. So 
Every time it comes back, I'm like, Slow build oh, up. God, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, it gives you that little dose of amber that everyone needs in their life. Amber's leaving. I'm leaving. You don't trigger an addict. Oh, ex-addict. Ex-addict. That's favorite thing to say. Ex-addict, which isn't a thing. <laughs> That's not a thing. But fine, Amber. Um, the doctor. Oh, go oh ahead. I need you. I need you to be Matt saying, Amber, don't take it down because she's ripping down. A- yeah, they put it up later, though, because when they go back into the room, it's like up and do- oh, uh, your dog wants in. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't understand is the poster that he was ripping down was the one that says, I'm glad your dad died and I wish your brother was shot in the head. And he's like, leave it up, Amber. Leave it up. Leave a bamboo that needs to be there. They put it there for a reason. <laughs> I don't know. Probably, I honestly think that he, everything Matt says here is so specifically, like, thought of and just manipulative. Everything he says oh, here yeah. is, like, for a reason. I hate him so fucking much. Um, the doctor, yeah, so he's yelling, and the doctor's like, they're discussing why their room looks like this. Tanya's just in the corner, like, drinking and being like, Amber, do it. Tell Amber, us what Tanya's doing over there. Amber, Amber, don't leave. Amber. I, I need that $2,000, Amber. Well, which, by the way, when she stormed out and said, I'm leaving, she took her purse off, left it at the door, and then started walking out the room. She knew she was not going anywhere. Oh, my God. I think and Matt's just laying in his crib. Right, in his just- fucking crib. Him, dude. So bad. He looks like such a dumb asshole. So they're like, and Matt's like, what with, with all this? I have to sleep in this little bed. And the doctor's like, Matt, how old are you? And he's like, 46. And I also don't believe that. I feel like he's probably 51 or something. Like, I, if he's gonna, I feel like just God, everything just so he crazy. says is a lie. So she's like, you act like you're 17 years old. In fact, you all act like you're teenagers. And then the doctors talk to us on the confessional and they're like, cause Amber's going on about like, you put pills all over the room and they're like, come on, we're not going to put real, p-. like, obviously we're not putting real See, pills. On I there. think this was a huge mistake and they realize like, Oh, maybe we shouldn't have put that stuff in there. Like that is kind of crossing the line. That's like putting beer bottles in from an, in front of an alcoholic. So okay. I think they were trying to spin it to be like, well, that's really what we were trying to do. We were trying to see if you could establish your own boundaries. And Amber right. takes the bait and she's like, yes, I'm a grown ass woman. That's really what it's all about. That's what I'm always striving to do is to create boundaries for myself. She gets into typical grown ass woman, Amber. The I thought that pro- was bullshit. The problem here, I think, is sometimes, yes, I know you should, like, people shouldn't be triggered, but sometimes. An addict possibly could, like, should have, you have to be around this stuff at some point in your life. Like, you're going to have to be at a bar at some point. So, like, the real problem here is that Amber doesn't like to acknowledge that drugs and alcohol are part of her problem. She, in her storyline that she's created in her head, the only problem this family has is her trust issues with Matt. So involving drugs or alcohol, this isn't part of her narrative. So that's why she's mad. Well, she she says, even after... Okay, I'm going to play a little clip for you about the crib because it was funny. But she says to Matt, after her whole temper tantrum, she's like, my reaction was fine. It was their fault because they triggered me. Again, taking no accountability. Even after she just said to the doctor, like, yes, this was my 
attempt to establish boundaries because that's really what it's all about because I'm an ex-addict and I'm always striving to make myself better every day. That's because she went to prison and they had a rehab in prison. What was she there for? Like nine months or something like that? I thought it was longer. Ten months. It was like a year, like maybe just over a year. But she went to rehab for a long enough time where she knows these... She knows all the little things to say. The lingo. Yeah, she knows the lingo and the little phrases. So, because she's just as manipulative as Matt is. Like, she's got yeah. this this ammo in there, and she knows what to say to the doctors. But the doctors are like, no, we're not buying it. Yeah. So, uh, Oh, wait, hold on. Let me play this for you. No. It's so good. Here at boot camp is custom design for each family's unique dysfunction. In the case of the Portwoods, they use toddler tactics to hide from their problems, which is why they're going to sleep in a crib while they're here. I don't think that's their problem, though. I don't... I don't it, no. Like, well, this is the thing. I realize... I think they really realize theme. that this is just... It's such a a stretch with the toddler crib thing. Well, what should it be, though? Oh, well, I think the toddler thing is more aimed toward the fact that Matt has so many kids that he refuses to claim. Yeah. So, But I think that the theme of the room should be lying and domestic abuse and alcoholism for Tanya. They should have done, like, a room just mirrors everywhere. Because you need to see who you really are. See, I, I would you. be Amber if I was like, nope, leaving. Oh. You, don't, you, don't trigger, you don't trigger someone who doesn't like her body. I would, I would rather yeah. die. Oh, I would too. When I and drop off my would... laundry, there's a huge um, mirror there. And I'm like, why is there a mirror in the laundromat? And I just don't ever look at it. I'm just like, ask me. Because we put the Peloton in the base when we have kind of like a, it's not totally finished, but we have it kind of set up like a little, you know, sitting area, whatever. And uh, we have this, you know, like a big, you know, like the big mirrors that sit on the floor. Yeah. And we just had an extra one. So it's just like sitting in the basement. And he's like, oh, so where are you going to put it? I was like, oh, over in that corner. He's like, you don't want to put it like in the middle, like, like in front of the mirror or something. Who the fuck likes to watch themselves work out? (laughs) Yes, please. Out of the entire square footage of this house, put me in front of the mirror while I'm working out, sweating my ass off. That would just be an amazing place for it. But but I think mirrors would be good. Mirror would also be bad because they would catch me walking into the mirror 15 times a day, like walking through the room. Boom. You know what would be amazing (laughs) is if the show, if the producers did a really big deep dive on Matt. And they put pictures of his kids all around, but there was like three or four extras that Amber I was didn't say know about. Yeah. Pick like which yeah. ones? No, not even that. Just Amber knows about seven kids at this point. But then they actually did more of a deep dive to discover three or four more. So now there's Amber's looking around, and now there's three or four random other kids there. <gasps> I just got it, like a Brady Bunch theme, where it's like oh, Matt fuck. in the middle, yeah. and then like all the fucking kids around, and then Leah and Gary's family are off to the side, like looking oh, all happy. Yeah. Like perfect family. Leah's like a cousin Oliver who just comes over every once in a while. You're like, oh, he's cute. Uh, All right. So okay. So next morning we start. It's we're starting. Everyone is like, oh, what time is it? And somebody goes, it's ten thirty. They're all they're all fucking exhausted. I'm on like second breakfast by ten thirty. Yeah. And Matt's like, Amber, time to get up. And she's like, what time is it? Uh, He's like, it's 1030, Amber. So as Amber gets ready, because she's the last to arrive, everyone is downstairs. 
the rest of the entire cast is talking about how, like, okay, well, out of all everyone here, Amber's the most unstable and dangerous. <laughs> sure. And dangerous. Shut the fuck up. And, um, <laughs> and, um, now Amber comes down, hair mm-hmm. in her little bun, her little bunny bun. Yeah. And, uh, Chrissy. In a romper, full body romper suit, right? She, no, she's not in a romper. Oh no, this she's time. got they're in a baggy clothes t-shirt. this time. Yeah, yeah, which is baffling to me because they're everyone is wearing workout outfits. Brandy looks fucking crazy. Like it, she is. Brandy's crazy. wearing like a um, like a wetsuit with like neon like uh, shapes all over. I it. hope you're seeing how crazy she is as we go on of because course. you were really sympathetic to her last week. I can tell she wasn't featured at all in this, but I can tell more in her talking heads that she's like drunk at least. Oh, it's like, uh, Oh my God. Like, it's so crazy. We got out and there's like a booth and I'm like, what is that? <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> and, but it's weird. Cause it's like, why are they all, they've all obviously been told to wear workout clothes, but they don't do anything active. This is the least active thing. They stand at a booth. They sit. And then they, they sit, sit and they watch someone else stand yeah. for like two minutes. And then but they go to the snake thing. they their ass off out there. Uh, you oh, can tell I, it's I a can hot feel day. it. I can fucking mama. Uh, what's her name? Mama. What's her name? Nancy. Nancy. Her name's Nancy. She has a fan the whole time, but at one point she's standing there and it's just sitting, oh, it's just on, her sitting head. on her head. <laughs> Because at that point, she's like, oh, God, I'm in the sun. Now I I just need the shade. All right. So, Chrissy. Okay. But uh, first, um, Amber is, is, or Chrissy tries to calmly explain herself to Amber, like, hey, look, I want to put everything behind us. This is what I felt about what happened yesterday. And what does Amber say? Um, I have bipolar and borderline. Well, first, before she gets to that, and then I'm going to have you, like, do the whole line thing here. Chrissy says, it does come down to respect that she felt disrespected. She doesn't like that, but she understands Amber felt the same way. And then Amber interrupts her and goes, you know, I'm young. I have a lot of learning to do. No, you're not that young anymore. She's Amber. Like 26 you in, there. Yeah. You can't be pulling that. I'm young. I have a lot to learn. Bullshit. Right. That reminds me of that Will Ferrell. You're young. So young. And she's also dating a 46-year-old, so... And then Chrissy goes, well, are you really sorry then? And that's when Amber's like, well, I have bipolar... Okay, you gotta do it. I have bipolar and borderline? And Chrissy's just like, um... Okay, so... Clean slate? (sighs) I guess we'll just do a clean slate then. Amber just uses her diagnosis as an excuse, which is so annoying, because a diagnosis is not an excuse. It is a no. diagnosis. She uses that like a uh, Get out doctor's of appointment free. note. Yeah. Yeah. This clip came immediately after that and just take it all in knowing what we know now. You I see? Me. I got to turn all the way. Stop. Come on. Come on. Good morning, boot campers. Meet us outside. This morning, I'm seeing a different side of Amber and I like yeah. it. Yeah. Every time she goes near a knife, I'm definitely watching. No, I'm just teasing. Hatchet. Every time she goes near a knife, I will need to be watching. And all the women are like, oh, let's all hug. Huggies. I mean, what what is this? Probably 13 months later, there's a a machete through a door. Yeah. Yeah. Because they meet on this fucking set. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Christ. So everyone walks out to the first challenge. There's like this booth. Mama's wearing like this fan on her head. And then um, 
A Zen booth. Oh, yeah, it's a Zen so booth. Dumb. They asked the mafia girls where they... Also, if somebody told me, you're going to go in that booth, but don't worry, nobody's ever going to find out what you it said in there, so I'd be like, yeah, sure, yeah, girl. Right. <laughs> I would have done a Chrissy, which we get to, who yeah. is just so gracious and loving. Yeah. She's the only one with, like, two brain cells in her Like, head. obviously, this shit... This is a Chekhov's spa booth or whatever Zen booth. Yeah. Um, they asked the mafia girls where they slept and they're like, we wanted to sleep in the big bed, but you know, Renee wanted it. So it was just easier to whatever. I All of yeah, the well, other I was like, I'm tired. It didn't matter. They're trying to yeah. stir it up. And she's like, I really didn't care. I just want to go to bed. Doesn't yeah, matter. Like, to fucking me. whatever. Uh, so Amber, uh, the what Dr. V is like, Amber, you win the award for most most threats to leave on day one. And Amber goes, you don't trigger, trigger somebody it. who used to be an addict. Used to be an addict. Y'all want to fuck with me? And then the doctor's like, so what did you do, Amber? And Amber's like, I took all that shit you gave me and I put it in a fucking bucket. Good job, Amber. If you fight as hard as you did yesterday, yeah. but for your family... You're going to get a lot out of today. Which is so shady. Because they don't, they obviously don't believe she's going to do that. They're being like, no, if you put the amount of rage you put into last night into this activity. They're so bad at being doctors. Oh, yeah. That they're just spinning whatever happens to come up. They're like, yes, these we meant for that to happen. These people are producers. Producer Kristen yeah. might as well be one of these doctors. That's yeah. all they do. Because later when Dr. Uh, Ish goes in to yeah. talk to Matt. All he's doing oh. is being like, tell me what you're feeling, Matt. Yeah. Tell me. It. Keep, nope, keep talking. Keep talking. Bring it all uh -huh. up. Um, so the challenge is telling the truth in a Zen booth. Tanya, <laughs> she to Tanya, she's chugging this Gatorade like, go, go, go. She looks flushed like she just ran a 50-yard dash. Now, it is hot outside, but... I don't think that's why Tanya specifically is red. But also just the fact that she's chugging a Gatorade just is like, you might as well be chugging a Pedialyte. She might as well have a banana bag hooked up to her veins right now. That would just be, that would turn my stomach. I don't, I can't stomach Gatorade that well. Gatorade's so it's disgusting. It's all, sour it's all, so, it's all salt. It's all sodium. Salt and sugar and sugar. Yeah. I, I like these um, body armor lights. They have like electrolytes and coconut water as the base. Oh, look at you. But I don't drink them for the same reason as Tanya. I just like water. <laughs> I just like some flavor in my water. Um, but so um, Tanya's chugging a Gatorade. Um, the also, this challenge is called Silent But Deadly, which is so funny. <laughs> all it makes me think of is somebody farting in the Farts. sun booth. <laughs> and then leaving. Ew, like Matt. You know Matt's got some nasty. Ew, like like beef stew it. Ew! Like beef <laughs> stew, oxy, red wine farts. Um, <laughs> okay, so. Ew. Glanvilles are up first. And Brandy's wearing this crazy outfit. And Guy is dressed like the villain from The Rescuers Down Under. He's like, he's like, ah, oh, you might. Did you notice that? <laughs> he's got the little khaki hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is hot. Oh. Like, fucking throw a tent on this shit. Or give him a Dr. fan or something. Dr. Vianish, yeah. Um, in the booth, Brandy's like, my dad's like acting all sweet and nice in this house, but that's really not even how he is. And he was a drug dealer and stuff, and he no, sold she drugs. she said he grew pot in the backyard. I think he was a drug dealer. 
Okay. Has, so that's have not, you seen the so guy that's now? Nothing. It's not as yeah. if, you know, he's all tatted up and he's part Hell's Angels now or something. Yeah. But <laughs> he really spilled the beans on Brandy. Here. That whole modeling thing was all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I read about it on the tabloid thing. According to certain rotten groups, he says. Oh, I didn't get the rotten groups. I'm just watching with closed captioning. But um, I think he's just looking at, like, wet paint and stuff like that. Oh, sure. Like the well, Ashley's reality Brandy, roundup. I, it's really embarrassing that Brandy told me that she was an escort and that she does drugs and seeing her all over the place. That's embarrassing. Matt is up next. And so we go through a se- so that Portwoods are next, and it just goes through a sequence like Matt Amber Tanya, Matt Amber Tanya. So uh-huh. Matt's first right. like, Amber, I really need to get her anger under control. And then Amber's in there and she's like, I don't give a fuck about this shit. And then here's Tanya, which I did not write down because I Oh, I got made- it all. Don't you worry. Go here. This is what Tanya first says in the booth. For Matt, the lies, it needs to come out. Thanks. Thanks for that, Tanya. Thanks for that hot take. And then uh, Matt cracks a joke with the doctors. And this is that schmoozy, gross personality. Because he's he's out there with the doctors and they're all like watching Amber or Tanya in the booth. And Matt's like, so uh, do your doctors like, do they teach you that penetrating glay on medical school? They teach you that. And then Dr. V's like, shut up, Matt. Shut up up and everyone laughs and i was like it's like no matt they teach them medical information like they teach them how to smell bullshit from a mile away yeah he thinks this is such a funny clever joke and he doesn't she was so disgusted she's like no like shut the fuck up matt you fucking dick so now amber's in the booth and she's like my mom she knows what she did with them. See, I believe this though. I believe oh, 100%. with hundred percent. I didn't know anything about with this, all this though. money. She knows what she did with the money situation while I was in jail. Jail with the forty thousand dollars missing. She was sitting there taking out to the casino, and I'm thinking you're gambling my motherfucking money away. So meanwhile, as this is happening, Mama Nancy and Chrissy are like. So maybe we should talk. And Chrissy's like, see, this is how it is. Like, I try to talk to you, but like you get mad at Jim and then you yell at me. And they're kind of having their own kind of healthy mm-hmm. conversation on the sideline, which I love it. Jim's like passed out. Um, and Matt's cracking jokes. He's like, Am- Amber's been in there the longest than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> the longest. Uh, yeah. She, she really set herself up in there. And then Amber's like, I'm just saying the same shit that I've said before. It's just like I it the booth was a great way for me to get things out without arguing. Jesus. So the doctors now confront the Joneses. Like they're like, oh, Joneses, Joneses, don't work that out without us, please. Uh, what, Jim, what, what, yeah. Jim, wake up, wake up. So like, wake up, Jim. No, no, no. We're like, we need you to have conflict. So do not stop working this out on, on your stop own. Stop getting along. I'm yeah. going to tell you one more time. They're like, what's happening here? And don't make like, us come over there. They're like, we're just kind of working it out. And they're like, this is very bad. No, nope, you guys obviously hate each other. So now they're up in the booth. And Chrissy's in the booth. And she's, oh, it's all normal fucking mother-in-law yeah. shit. She's like, every time I talk to you, you don't really listen to what I say. But, it, you know, I take Jim and my relationship very personally. Jim's in the booth. And oh he's like, whoa. What's up in this booth here? What's all the yeah, deal? He's looking around. He's looking t- for where the little recording device is. Yeah, he's like, what's up? What's going on up here in this booth here? 
And that that's like what his yeah. confession was. And then he's, he's like, all right, we're all good. He's like, he's like these women just need to relax, man. That's like he what goes, his confession is. Yeah, he's like, I don't have anything bad to say about anyone. Like, everyone, I want us to get along. They are not going to fight Jim. So they're like, no. Yes, we're going to break through with him later. <laughs> sure, that was your plan. Okay. So now Nancy's in there. She's like, I don't like her house. I don't really like her ways. You know, I just, I wish she wasn't so confrontational and I really don't like her. Oh, see, repeat it again. I don't like her house, blah, blah, blah. That's, yeah. that's all it is. It's just, they just don't see eye to eye. Yeah, and Chrissy's just like, I really care about Jim and I wish she could see how much I care about him. Chrissy again, cries. She's smart. Yeah. She's smart and she knows it's going to sound good later. Exactly. And Chrissy starts crying in the booth and then Nancy cries seeing Chrissy crying. She's like, I don't like seeing her crying. I really like her a lot. So they ask, Jim, they're like, Jim, Jim, what do you think she's saying in there? And Jim's like, I don't know what shit she's saying. She's out of her fucking mind. And they're, and then he proceeds to grab a Q-tip and starts cleaning, <gasps> cleaning out his, his ears. <laughs> That's what he's doing the whole time. I'm like, you, got like, a Q, you, you had the sound, the peace of mind to bring a Q-tip to this I mean, outdoor event. He was really event. working something out there, too. He's like Hannah and girls. He's like doing, he's, <laughs> he's candling his ear. He's just like... <laughs> Set up to go. Whips out his nutty pot while he's at it. Have you ever done a wax candle? Because they apparently don't no. work. Oh, yeah. It's just a, it's a fake phony. Yeah, thing. it like doesn't do it. I've done several. And then I found really? that out. And I was like, oh. Yeah, because oh. I get really bad ear infections. Or just whenever there's pressure changes, my ears pop a lot. You know what you're supposed to use? What? This is from uh, an ear, nose, throat doctor. Hydrogen peroxide. Lay on your side. Pour I hate hydrogen that feeling. It'll kind of bubble up. But like. Yeah. Wait till it like kind of stops bubbling. No, I have medicated. I have medicated earwax like remover. Oh yeah, but this is better. Oh okay, that's good to know. Yeah, the ear, nose, throat. It, that other stuff just like makes it greasy, so that it'll slip out. But hydrogen huh. peroxide. If you feel like you're getting a cold, put it in there, and it can't like damage anything. Whenever I go to the doctor, whenever they look in my ears, they're all. They're, Every single one of them are like, you should probably lay off on the Q-tips a little bit. Because I Q-tip my ears like every day. Oh, but actually, you, my not every day, but you can't go too deep. I don't go too deep. They're like, I, we can just see that it's like, they're like, you don't need to go every day. I was like, okay. I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not a fucking yeah, idiot. All right. Anyhow. Well, anyway, let's stop talking about, <laughs> sorry for anyone who was eating during that. How do you clean your belly button, Amanda? No. Mm. <laughs> All right. Graziano's. Jennifer, the younger sister, is tired of dealing with Renee's drama. Renee talks about this court case that Lana used Renee as a scapegoat. Yeah, so it kind of goes we had, into their whole thing. You actually missed a, a really up. important moment Uh-oh. here where it was just after um, Nancy's like, I can see Chrissy is hurting and suffering and she feels bad because I know she has feelings. And then cute Tanya just like, Pounding rosé <laughs> with rosé, but then the Gatorade bottle's right behind her. I was going to say, she had a couple different like, drinks set up like, next to yeah, her. Yeah, she's like chasing it. She's like, I gotta, gotta have this Gatorade because it is hot outside. Yeah, hey, a one-to-one. You have a drink, then you have a glass of water. Drink, glass of water. Did you hear? I, I can't wait to hear what you think about what Matt said later about when they woke up and like how he got a coffee and Amber got a glass of wine. Mm, okay. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, so... um. Lana was facing jail time? Was it Lana or the other? I get yes. the two girls. Make- so, okay, we, this is what Jennifer tells us. Lana was facing jail time, so Lana and her lawyers decided that there was no viable option for her kids to go to. My father was getting arrested. My mother and father were in turmoil. I was away at college, and Renee was 
and she did little quote fingers, mentally unfit. So Renee took issue with this because she wishes that her sisters would have said, my sister is on drugs. She can't take care of them. She didn't like them saying oh, she was mentally unstable. I didn't understand what the fuck was going on there. I thought, but what you said makes absolutely much okay. more sense. I thought Renee was mad because she didn't think she was unstable and she wanted to take the kids. No. And so they were like, Lana's no, kids, we don't want her to have them. And that's why she got mad. No, I think it was... Probably a, probably, little, probably a little some white privilege about. here. Like, oh, she has no one to take care of her kids, so she can't go to jail because that crazy sister is mentally unfit. That, that's what or, that's what I thought is that custody as she doesn't have anyone else, and Renee's yeah. unstable, so I have to stay out. And it wasn't, yeah. Thought. Well, Renee just wishes they would have said she's a drug addict, not mentally unstable, as if that's one of them is better or worse than the other, or so, in any arguably event, interchangeable said, with each well, other. That's what I mean. Like yeah. it's kind of. I think it's just reason for her to be screaming and yelling about something. It's just stupid. So they're all screaming, yelling, blah, blah, blah. Then Brandy, Chrissy, and Jennifer are all saying how they felt about the box. And Brandy says that her dad is fucking delusional. And then Brandy hugs Chrissy. And her dad, Guy, is sitting there and she's like... Yeah, well, Brandy, she's had relationships with other women, what you know. She's fuck hugged was and kissed this? other women. Well, she likes to kiss women. It's like so it's kinda out of nowhere. We're like Also just like everyone everyone at the table is like Okay. Like nobody's clutching their pearls about it. This is typical reality. Oh, any chance you get, talk about Brandy. If she goes near any of the women bring up, you know, how you feel, you know, are you okay with her dating women? So he brings that up and she's like, what the hell are you talking about? And he's like, well, no, I mean, I've gotten better with it. You have to admit, I used to be really bad, but I've gotten better. And then Brady goes, oh, we're going to go there. I think we need to take a break. So something. But Brady. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. He does say, yeah, I've been in relationships with women. I think it's the fact that, like, this guy's This is what so- I think is really going on. I think Brandy, she always needs money, okay? Right. So I think she took her dad on the show and she's like, okay, so we're going to go on the show. We're going to do this, like, boot camp thing. Don't say anything crazy, whatever, but we're going to work on a relationship. And Guy is having a hard time of figuring out, like, what's real. Yeah. Are we really working on a relationship? So can I say certain stuff or am I supposed to be playing the part? So I think he's just saying stuff that she didn't think he was going to really say. He didn't think she didn't think that he was going to really be honest. Yeah, for sure. And so she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, oh, I thought the therapist wanted us to talk about it. I also think an aspect of this is that Brandy probably has experimented with women in the past. And Guy is so much older than everyone else that he thinks that this will be a scandalous thing to say. But everyone else in the cast is kind of a lot younger and more like, like, well, that's not Brandy, a big deal. Brandy does things very publicly. Like, there's a whole thing going on right, right. now with uh, Denise Richards. That she said she and Denise Richards had sex. She was having threesomes with Denise Richards and her husband. But then they also had sex when he wasn't around, which is like cheating on him. She's a horrible person. She just like sets out to destroy people's lives. Well, I mean, all of these housewives, to be fair, seem, all of these reality so stars I'm just saying, seem like terrible I don't know this. I'm just throwing this out here as a devil's advocate. She could have been having some like crazy lesbian orgies at her house that she lives in with her dad and he could be like what the fuck you know yeah or do you need to be so whatever about it i think one, uh, i don't know. once i get to know brandy a little better i'll probably have more of a yeah. opinion outside the portwood plan <sighs> and nancy's there because nancy mm-hmm. and tanya have decided and i'm excited to see if like at one point nancy's like I think that I'm gonna just go over here from the re- for the rest of this. this yeah, series. Georgia's got no one to <laughs> hang out with, yeah. so she's just like, <laughs> she's a mom. I'm a mom. Yeah. You know, it's just like the mom and Mary, squad. And Nancy's <laughs> just sitting there fanning herself, like, I may, I may have made a really big mistake over here connecting up with this woman. Mm-hmm. So, um, outside the Portwood clan, um, we're talking about like. And Nancy's like, that was a rough day, y'all. And um, Nancy's like, you know, sometimes I just, sometimes I hold stuff in. It's good for me to let things go. So I think that's exactly. <laughs> Amber's like, yeah, no, me, me. That's me. Let's flip cameras on me. Lighting, mm-hmm. lighting. And she's like, um, that's totally me. Like, I hold stuff in and then I'm just like an outburst. And Tanya's like, we're, we're, getting, we're getting better. better. We're getting better. We're getting better. Also, Amber, can you please mm-hmm. show us the hidden footage of you holding, holding it in at any point? In. At any point. Never has she Show held- us you holding it in and being <laughs> like normal. Holding it in for Amber is where she does that questioning look on her face right before she blows up or where she goes like yeah, okay second. okay yep okay sure sure like it's, where she holding it is when she goes 
What are you talking about? That's her holding it. Oh, that's I'm like gonna give that's you like the a chance. Se- that's a bridge into the freak. That's a bridge into the outburst. Um, <laughs> I really just We're cannot do that voice. Getting better. Drinking hand. Um, mm-hmm. Amber is now like, um, says Matt. She and Amber's like, Matt, all of us out here are getting a lot of like good work happening here, and you're just sitting there saying nothing. And then Nancy's like, Leave him alone, don't worry about him. And Tanya, no, in the confessional. With me, I just wish Matt was not in the picture. She needs somebody that needs to make her feel special uh take that in for a moment (laughs) she needs somebody that needs to make her feel special i mean that's true these are the men she surrounds herself with people that will devote their life to her and make her feel special also strong disagree from me on the fact that amber deserves somebody that makes her feel special yeah i think just amber needs somebody to make her her feel special. She just worded Amber it shouldn't be with anyone. But she's also totally Amber should be alone for the rest of her right. fucking life. She's a fucking monster. Um, by the pool, Brandy and Chrissy talk about like how they really want to grow from this, but like Jim is quiet. You can't force him. And then he's just stoned, you guys. Like Jim, exactly. She, this is a contract for J- Jim's uh-huh. doing it right. He's like, I'm gonna go. Like, I said I was gonna be here. I'm yep. here. I'm going to be a warm body in that room, yep. and I'm going to be fucked up. Yeah. God, him in that booth, he's like, yo, yeah. what the fuck's up with this booth? It's so but good. We know that because the Joneses are resolute in not opening up. Oh, these dogs. Yes, suggest, the doctors talk here. I suggest we go in for Jim if he feels like he's going to opt out of the next activity. That would be like talking to like a wall, like a brick right. wall. Just trying and then Doctor Ish, real ethical doctor here, says our way in is through Chrissy, so we'll just keep hammering away at her until we break through. At the weak one oh, of the herd, the weak that's one. Good. Yeah, our way in is through Chrissy, so we'll just keep hammering away. The one who's like on the brink of who's going crying in crazy. the booth. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's nighttime, and ex addict Amber. <laughs> Full glass of champagne. <sighs> oh, she was feeling that glass of champagne because she she's is like, a grown woman. She's swirling it. She's taking like a swirling sh- champagne. It's <laughs> like mm, putting her nose right in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a two thousand one afterbirth. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, "Look, I'm trying here, man." She's talking to Matt, and she's mm-hmm. like, "I don't know what the fuck we're doing here anymore. You've been distant since we've been here." And Matt's like, and you just attack. And you attack. Amber goes, how do I attack you? Listen to you. (laughs) I'm asking you questions, you psycho. And then we see that the doctors are watching all this go on on the TV. And, you know, I'm back. Uh, what's going on here, guys? (laughs) Yeah, Tanya's been there the whole time. That's a good reveal of that. She's sitting on a couch that's just behind them like a foot behind them but she's leaning in just watching well she's not so much leaning in as leaning back with a glass of rosé i think she was kind of like deep in thought and then she's like oh what's going on what yeah i guess i should get in on this So, so matt um matt's like 
Amber, Amber, what is wrong with you, Amber? And Amber's like, because you're crazy. Yeah, you are nuts. And the doctors are watching. And then, yeah, now Tanya's like, what's going on? Uh, Oh, go ahead. And Matt goes, "Um, you know, Tanya, fucking manipulation. We just came out here to have a drink. And she starts fighting. And Amber's like, are you fucking serious? Now Tanya says something in the confessional that I just wrote question marks. Yeah. It's difficult to have to sit there and watch them both constantly fighting. I'm, I'm tired of the damn drama. How did you get that from the, I assume, oh, do they close caption her even mm-hmm. on when the okay. they do? <laughs> yeah. like, they, they close caption Tanya during all our So back outside, Matt is such a victim. He's like, I don't even know what happened. I don't even know how this got started. And then this is where Tanya goes, he's trying to open up to you. He goes, goes, I'm so confused over why. And then she holds her hand back like, hold on, Matt. I got this. She's like, Amber, he's opening up to you. He's telling you what. Oh, my fucking God, Mom. You don't even know him. He's a fuck. Oh, this is where I was like. What's going on? She goes, he's a fucking woman abusing, beating piece of shit. And now Matt goes, Okay, so let me be Matt. Let me be Matt because I wrote this whole fucking thing down. Okay, Okay, I'll be Matt. Um, So now Lana is like, Really? Oh, Oh, really? And now Lana's like, uh, talking head, like, I I still can't figure out Amber and Matt. Like, I'm not saying what she's accusing him of didn't happen, but there's something definitely mysterious about it. So here's Amber You're a woman abusing, beating piece of shit. (laughs) Really? You abused me. Really? And he goes, wow. Wow. He says that a couple times. Guess who used to say that to me all the time? That was like our exact conversation. That wow. That is the epitome wow. of gas. Yeah. Wow. Or I'd be like, you were out all night and you didn't get back to me. And he goes, and he would just repeat the last thing I said. Didn't oh, get oh, back I to was you. Out. Oh, didn't get back. No, it wasn't even that. The way oh, I do. Oh, my phone was off. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't even that. It was more like he was really thinking about the crazy thing I just said, like pondering, like my phone was turned off. Okay, which is even worse. That's like way like, more dickish. And that's wrong because. Or just like. Huh, these words don't even make sense because what she said is so crazy that, like, I can't even make, like, I have to re say it to myself so it makes sense in my head because God, she's men are so. Such assholes. <gasps> like, then Amber says. <laughs> so, who throws in this one? Was... This is crazy. See, I don't know. Because the fact that Matt was reacting the way Rod Dew would makes me be like, fuck you, you're definitely wrong. But then on another term, not everyone is like my ex-boyfriend, so I don't really know who I, know. I believe. But then later, Matt says, yes. well, I'm not denying that I hit her. Uh-huh. But then I feel like when you... I'm sure most of it was retaliation, which isn't making an excuse for it, but this is yeah. so... Okay, so Amber goes, you're a motherfucker who throws himself down the stairs punches himself in the fucking face, I don't believe that, and takes pictures and says he's going to call the police to put me back in prison. Hold on. What? What, Why do you think I'm so angry, Matt? Because you put your fucking hands on me. Oh, bullshit. I actually do think that's bullshit. I do think that's bullshit. I believe that they got in a fight. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think Matt... It. I don't know anything. But I do think that Matt is a piece of shit, but I don't think that he's like 
I don't think he, like, abusive, her stuff. I, I think he probably, like, grabbed her hands when she's being all, like, exactly. like, the hands in the face kind or of Or if stuff. she punched him, he might have hit her back, which is never okay, but no, no, no. I right. have a feeling that anything that happened between the two of them was retaliation. Like, I mean, come on, we've all seen yeah. fucking Am- If Gary... Gary also didn't hit her back, though. That's right. It's so fucking complicated, but... I do believe that he said, I'm going to take pictures of this. And I believe he said, yeah, you're going back to prison, which is that it's a, it's a triggering thing to say. What he should have done is actually taken pictures and sent it to the police and got her back in prison instead of using it as just a shitty thing to say. Which is exactly what Andrew ended up doing. And she's up shit Creek right now. Eggs, which is, uh, you can say whatever you want about Andrew, but he is handling this like so. Mm-hmm. He's like the epitome of an example of how you leave an abusive situation. Yeah. You like get yeah. recordings and you leave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ugh, very guy Brandy. Oh, this is the interstitial where Guy Brandy and Tanya so are crazy. playing pool. <laughs> guy says, "Hey, Brand." Out of nowhere, I feel like this would have been one of our dads. Hey, Brandy, you have a lazy eye. To his daughter, you guys. Yeah. Hey. You have a lazy eye. You have a lazy but eye. But I understand this. Do you understand what was going on here? Because she said she has a heavy lid. Right. And pointing it out just makes her more insecure. Right. Well, it's of because course, yes. it was bad Botox. If you get bad Botox, like your lid will drop. Absolutely. And you have to wait till it wears off. That's all that was. But I think as a man, like you don't understand stupid. how. Yeah, it's stupid. It, it wasn't was even stupid. anything. He was just being, and she's like, "Well, you have a lazy ball sack, which is an insane thing." Which is I would really never weird. say that to my dad or any male member no. of my family. Um, and Tanya, just in the background, is stumbling around like she's rolling. just moving. <laughs> she's moving pool balls around yeah. the table. No rhyme or reason. She was like over by the window. And the, I don't... the craziest part of this interstitial is that. If you're watching this on TV with, like, you know, seven-minute commercials in between, it might not be as jarring, but when you're watching it on Amazon and you've bought it and there's no commercials, it goes straight from this insane fight to just, like, derp-a-derp-a-derp-a-derp-a-derp. And now back to the fight. They need something in between there. It's so weird. So back to the real show. The doctors are watching. And Dr. V's like, she looks like she might hit him. And then Dr. Ish is like, We'll shut this down once it gets violent. I'm like, you need to jump in now. Mm-hmm. Like, please jump in now. So they say, um, a, like, accusations of abuse were coming from both sides of them. Right. And this is clearly an abusive relationship. And they look at Tanya. Mm-hmm. Like, she's she's frozen in fear. No. Not that she should try to stop it. <laughs> but she's realizing that she's basically watching herself. Because Amber didn't learn this on her own. I think Amber is seeing, like, just, like, bolts of color at this point. Just, like, <laughs> flashes of energy. <laughs> All right, so. All right. Oh, you want me to be Matt? You yeah, be you, you, be, okay. you be Matt. Do they, you have to try the Boston accent, though. Just do an idiot accent. I thought I was trying it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the most violent people I've ever met. Because you Nobody hits you. You're a liar. You went to prison for battery. Was it me or you? Yeah. Who went to prison for domestic battery? You or me? Fuck you, Matt. Even though that is true. Like, you know exactly what you're fucking doing, though. That's a dick thing to say. Yeah, but she did. I mean, it is. It is true. 
Especially if he didn't do this. But he's escalating the situation. I get it, though. I get it. So now we get a smash cut. Oh, no, to she a... said, oh, my God, I'll take a fucking lie detector test. Oh, I have that soon. But before oh, that happens, we get a smash cut to a newspaper article like Amber oh, Porwood yeah. goes to jail for domestic battery. And then she's like, I am willing to take a lie detector test, um, which is the most like on brand thing anyone's ever said in like reality TV media. Just the fact that she has offered to take a lie detector test. And this is after Matt has taken his lie detector test. Also, Amber could take a lie detector test right now and pass because she's a fucking sociopath. (laughs) So Renee's like, you know, I want to take Amber under my wing. I feel sorry for her. Which I get, but also like if you bitches had seen the show, you would not feel sorry for her. Yeah. I just need everyone to watch a fucking revolving clip of her hitting Gary and like mm-hmm. calling him a stupid fat piece of shit and then kicking him down the stairs while he's holding a television. Yeah, and getting then, in his face with her finger, yelling, screaming. And he's like, when she smacked him at her dad's apartment that one time, when she's like, you don't talk to my dad like that and smacked him up aside. Yeah, the head. and her dad's like, whoa, whoa, Amber, chill out. <laughs> Take a but chill pill, the will ya? The worst is when she's when he's moving before she really fucking like like yeah. Kurt cuts him. He's holding like a Kleenex and he's like wiping his ear with it, which to me makes it feel like he's like bleeding from the side of his head, which Jesus. I don't love. Um, the Granziano. Okay, so here's something though where it, okay, so Tanya pulls Amber away. And Amber's like, I love you. I fucking help and you need help. And I, I fucking love you and you need help. And then Matt's like, you can take that somewhere else. And now the Grazianos all agree like, well, we don't know what's going on with Matt and Amber, but we can all agree on one thing. Should Matt or should Amber dump Matt? And they're all like, yeah. And I'm like, Fuck no it. one <laughs> in this house likes Matt. They all see through him. He's yeah. so out of his element. Because I think Amber is a fucking disaster, but I do believe that a lot of that has to do with her mental illness, and she needs to be in a program and yeah. on meds. But Matt is he's literally... He's just gasoline on the fire. Yeah, he's just a piece of fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. So later, uh, now a bunch of women the, Well, they're the talking house. to Amber, and they're telling her that Matt is a bullshit artist. Yeah, and she's like, I love him! And they're like, why? <laughs> Have you seen his fucking face? Yeah, he's fucking he's busted. Yeah. <laughs> like my friend Joan says, he looks like his dick smells bad. Oh. All right, so later... We need to break, we need to break down um, his fan fiction of you and I meeting in person for the first time. Oh my God, where we make out. I was, <laughs> so I was nervous. I was like, Jody could either take this one of two ways. <laughs> like, so right. That went it's over like, the I line. Feel like she's gonna, she would like fight and resist at first, but then kind of like melt <laughs> It's like, I just want you to kiss. <laughs> Guys. Oh, God. So that bitch that is, like, more candid than I am. Okay, so. <laughs> that was um, hilarious. Later in the kitchen, all the women, minus Amber and Tanya, kind of hash it out, whatever. So now we're in the, the baby room, and Dr. Ish, Ish comes in, and he's like, hey, Matt, 
rough day, huh? And Matt's like, I don't know what changed from first thing in the morning until now. I mean, I grab a cup of coffee and she grabbed a glass of wine. I think something like that. Anyway, we go downstairs and the next thing you know, she's throwing out screaming, flying accusations of domestic violence, lying, money. You know, that hurts. You know, that that hurts. That hurts. That hurts. Me. That hurts. <laughs> Mind you, he is laying in the crib and above the crib is a quote yes. that says, I'm glad your father is dead. I wish your brother got shot in the head, Matt. And he's saying, those accusations, that hurts. That hurts. Okay, and the comment about her dead father and the wish her brother's brains were blown out. I really hate Amber's brother, though. He fucking sucks. I don't want his brains to be blown out, but he fucking, he's a piece of shit, too. But, but the- you can't rationalize with Amber in the moment. You can't reason with her because she's not rational. He's like, do you deny those accusations? And Matt's like, no, I never said that. So you hit her. Um, But also just the fact that Matt just nonchalantly goes, I mean, yeah, we got up in the morning and I grabbed a cup of coffee and she grabbed a glass of wine or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, he's clearly just saying like, yeah, she, I don't know, it's weird. She's She's drinking. Yeah, she's wasted. And also he had more than a cup of coffee. There was like an empty pudding pack in front of him too by the way <laughs> also matt's been drinking all day too yeah. they're all yeah. drinking they encourage these people mm-hmm. to drink did you catch the what he said about the show about being on the show for three years i got it because this is so important he goes um for the three years book for three years i gotta tell you the three years i put into that tv show i was painted in a certain light and whatever, you know, whether it was fair or not, I was painted in a certain light. The doctor's like, well, that's the book on you, which I don't understand yep. what that means, but get that's what, yeah. that's true. So what you get to do now is you can stay here and, you know, like, say this is the book on me, but I made a promise. I came here for whatever mm-hmm. reason. But once I got here, I made the decision to handle myself with integrity and I'm going to finish this thing. And by doing that, you can start erasing the narrative and rewriting it. Matt's like, yeah. Yeah, brother, for sure. Um, Again, I just want to highlight that line. For three years on the show that I put on, the TV show, I was painted in a certain light. The show you put on, Matt. The show you The show you desperately tried to get onto by emailing Farrah and Janelle first. Oh, he's so gross. Like, he's trying to make it sound like he was a producer on the show. Like, he's got... EP credits or something. Such an asshole. So they call everyone down to the boot camp room. Oh, well, first over at the Jones's room, Jim is just passed out, like, on the bed. And Chrissy's like, we need to get ready. And he's like, yeah, I'm coming. And she's like... You take a shower. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'm just gonna come. I don't know if this is, like, midnight or whatever, but they gather together in the main living room. And in comes divorce court judge Lynn Toller, who's a badass, and um, she's because been watching tonight's them. exercise is about fear. And no one has seen more families torn apart than Divorce Court's Judge Toller. Do you know that Divorce Court is a spinoff? Or no, no, no. This show is a spinoff of Bridezilla's. Like the original really? marriage boot camp. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So she's been watching them for two days. And there's going to be a punishment possible. Mm. Um, so Matt, Matt, of course, reckon, he's like, have you guys seen I've seen on her show, The Voice Call? I watch it all the time. Which is too many obvious jokes lined up and Matt even know. saying that. Like, where did, what, what, what joke 
thread do we take here? The divorces or the fact that he loves reality television yeah. or that he's he doesn't like, oh, have a job? She's, she's a tough cookie. <laughs> yeah. Like he's he's awake at here. He, he he's at home at three p.m. every day to watch divorce court because he doesn't have a fucking such job. A loser. He's such a loser. So the this first whole setup is so fucking weird. Yeah, the Grenzianas go in first and they're blindfolded and there's just a vat of snakes in front of them. And the snakes represent the fear that needs to be released, otherwise it will consume you. So I they just want to know. Strap their feet down. Sure. While they are blindfolded. Okay, hold on. If someone strapped my feet down to something, I would be thinking they're going to drop like some they're going to drop me from somewhere. They're going <laughs> to push me off a building. I would think I'd be like waterboarded or something. <laughs> it just doesn't seem right. The sna- okay, the snakes would be the least I oh. would be like, "Oh!" Oh, no, 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 no. Well, I, know, be... I figured you would be scared. Of, of course. Okay, but also the shot, the close, the close-up shots they're showing of the snakes, like hissing and shit. That's not actually live on set. Those are like different snakes, I think. Because when they show the snakes, they're all just like asleep. They're like in the forest somewhere. Like, also, we got to this. No, they're in the vat. But the snakes they show in the close-up shots are like awake and active. I don't care. I don't want snakes. These snakes near. are chilling. They're just nope. like. Chill. I don't like snakes. Really? I'm just not scared of snakes. I think uh, there's a larger population of people who do not like snakes than like snakes. Okay, I, I would agree with that. I, but I will say, before I before anyone thinks I'm calling you a pussy, this was a vat of cockroaches. I would be out of this show. Like, at, like never, ever, ever would I sit in a room with where there's a possibility All of the them same. releasing cockroaches on me. What about rats or mice? Oh, that wouldn't bother me either. Worse, worse than snakes. They're all—it's all the same. These snakes aren't going to do anything. It could be a pen of chickens, and that would be just as terrifying. (laughs) The chickens are so cute, little little babies. Uh, No, they have like a a one-track mind, and they're just going to peck the fuck out of you. Have you ever seen that TikTok video of that like woman who raised that goose, and she like goes back to see the goose, and it's like running, and it's like, "Ah!" and it like puts out his like. Big wings and it like oh, embraces her. Myself. No, it's really cute. I'll send it to you. Hello, these are really angry creatures. They can be. You got to watch out for them. They honk <laughs> and they move a lot faster than you think they would. Well, the, the judge. Um. So yeah, the judge heard. The judge is the only one that heard what everyone said in the booth. Um, but it's weird because they said only one person in the box, so there's a family of three, has to say something that they said in the confessional thing. So just one person has to say one thing that they said. Yeah, which is easy. hard. Yeah, I know. You could say it. It should have been like all three of them need to say something. That's exactly what Or they're going to play it. Like you either say it or we're going to play it. I just remembered that there's a minute. We need to cover this too when Kaylin and Javi go on this show and there's like a, a thing where like they have to walk in and like the person's like laying there, like dead, and they're on, on like a oh, gurney. I've seen this Real and Kaylin's yeah. like, "No, no, I'm not doing this. Fuck this. It's so funny." Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, in order to not release the snakes, yeah, okay. So Renee brings up her re- addiction and whatever. Yeah. This is nothing. Uh, yeah, they're done. Let's back in on. the okay, living room. Brain? Matt's like, "Yeah, the Grazianos haven't come out yet. I hope they pass the test." Meanwhile, Jim Jim has just 
like nonchalantly passed out on the next couch. He's just completely in REM cycle. So next, the Glanvilles get to the snake pit. Guy is scared of snakes. And because everyone is. Yeah, like, he said he sees shock. a thousand snakes in a box with their tongues sticking out, ready to eat them. Okay, they're not going to eat Say what they're... you said in the box, or we'll release the snakes in ten seconds. Nine, eight, seven. Guy reveals about when Grandy was an escort for rock bands, and she denies it, and they scream at each other. He didn't I believe... even get it out. He was starting yeah. to ask a question. He goes, when you went to New York and you were an escort, and she goes, what the fuck are you talking about? I believe Guy, because, okay, yeah, the lady Absolutely. doth protest too much on this. Because he, he looks shocked. He's like, well, you told me that you, escort, you yeah. were escorted for some of these rock bands. It's like, we were. I never this. in my life said that to you. I don't know what you're talking about. Because, well, that's where I got it from, you. And then she tells us, if I was going to be a fucking hooker, you'd think I'd tell my dad I'd like everyone to know that I am not an escort and I never have been. Mm, sure. And then Guy says, you just want me to be your puppet? Then fine, I'll be your puppet. Which is why they went on the show and she thought they weren't going to be going deep into this stuff. And all of a sudden he's actually taking it seriously and saying stuff. And she goes, I don't want you to be my puppet. I want you to be my father. What? Well, then don't be talking about his ball sack earlier. Yeah, that was and, awful. She makes no sense. She's crazy. Well, next is the Portwoods, the bell of the balls. And Amber says that um, Amber, of course, is the one to talk. And she goes, I really had a problem today when Matt denied being abusive. And, of course, Matt really has a problem with snakes. I paralyze in fear. I have a problem with those snakes that eat people whole. Well, Matt, we're not in the fucking Amazon jungle. These are fucking garden snakes. So slow your roll. Thought he had some like knee slappers going here. <laughs> Judge Lynn says, Judge Lynn is like, there's, I have a huge problem with domestic violence and there's absolutely no excuse. So Matt ends up getting punished because Matt shuts down and refuses to like discuss this, I guess. Well, they said everyone else, all the other families had to reveal one thing that they said in the booth, but you, my friends, are the bells of the ball. They had to address the fight that they were having earlier. So forget the whole booth thing for the port. All right. Yeah. They the want to address the fight. And that's when Amber starts saying that she isn't the abuser just because she went to prison. Uh, Matt, <sighs> if, Matt, if she says you laid a hand on her, that's got to stop. And then he goes, wow. Oh, okay, wow. Tanya. <laughs> Not not playing, not playing. This is family. Does Tanya t- say t- that? Yes. She's like she's laying down the law now. She said, "Not playing, not playing." This, this is, is this is the first she's heard of T- it. Also, Tanya's not playing, yo. <laughs> Probably because she's half passed out. Doesn't even know what day it is. Let's and then going. the judge must speak, and Matt won't talk because, as he say, I don't want anyone to think this is an abusive relationship. It's not. Amber told a lot of fairy tales in order to make me look bad and her look good. And then Amber, Amber didn't Tama. even, but I just recapped skeletons in my closet. That's why I wrote that earlier because ah. the one where Gary prints off all the info, Amber did her best that whole season to keep everything under wraps to make Matt look good. So yeah. Amber didn't do anything to you. Matt. Well, they step out of there. They release the snakes and Matt's right. trying to crack jokes and he's like, Oh, that big fella, he's looking right at me. That one's hissing. <laughs> that one just hissed. <laughs> <laughs> like a stupid. fucking man, you All right, stupid so pussy. 
we could just fast forward through Jim, Nancy, and Chrissy because it was just like nothing. Happens. Jim wasn't gonna do it. He just kept saying, "He's like, nope. Is this fear factor? Nope. Choose something else." Yeah, and, the, uh, the judge is like, it. "You need to respect the activity," and Jim's like, "You know what? Fuck those snakes." That's she said. He goes, "Okay, well, you know, until y'all give me some shit that can turn me around on this show, then or to show me that you know what the fuck you're talking about." Yeah, exactly. Then, uh, let me know. And so then I'll to re- retaliate on him being confrontational they play chrissy's, chrissy's zen com- booth audio yeah which is like, like i love my family i love jim i'll do anything for him it's fine they're like I wow mean, wow that yeah. really made me think a lot. and then dr ish goes see we told you we could help and it's like no that was actually jim's idea jim said yeah he called you i out, need man. something here yeah. and they're like mm, we knew that you needed that exercise we knew that you stepping out was you stepping in i just made that up but it, it's something that they would have said they're all released then, okay, right yeah and so now chris chrissy jim and nancy are in their room kind of hashing it back and forth but in the portwood room amba's screaming at matt she's like get out get out and he's like you're a con artist amba and he's lying in his crib with his legs crossed like make me in his crib he calls her a con artist. You are a con artist and a liar. All right, you do Amber. Uh, oh, I didn't write like down oh, okay. a script well, here. How how am I a con artist? Oh, I got you that. Can't... Oh. Yeah, get the fuck out. You're not using me for my money anymore. Is that all you have for that? That's uh, I feel yeah, like that was like, it. Oh, yeah. Well, then Renee comes in to get her, and right. she's like, "No, like make him leave. He's not gonna leave." And then uh, Matt's like. It says to Renee, because Renee's like, you know what, listen, I don't respect men who hit yeah. women. The fact that you put your hands on her, I don't have respect for you whatsoever. And but goes, also... What if you found out that wasn't true? <laughs> okay. And then Renee's like, so you're calling her a liar? You're saying that you never put hands on her? No, that's not what I'm saying, no. Right, and I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. okay. And we leave where Amber's going to go take a walk with Renee to cool off. And Amber's screaming that Matt needs to leave. Oh, my God. Somebody fucking show Renee the videos of Amber abusing all of her men. Please. And pan that camera around 180 degrees. And I want to see exactly where Andrew is standing. <gasps> what is he well, seeing? You know, apparent, I've heard that he only did the... I'm sorry. I just hit the table, guys. I'm sorry. I get very excited over here, and I hit the table. It sounds like I'm doing heavy construction, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, the um, I, Apparently, he was only doing the confessionals, which she doesn't look much better in those either. I was just going to say. Oh, my God. I don't get this at all. But which confessionals? Like, the one with the three of them? Because she's a total bitch and all of those. She... Or the ones where they're really in, like, the little, like, booth by themselves, where Tanya's yeah, the most those... slurry. Even though yeah, she's no, they're they're awful. Bad shit. She's like mostly drunk in those. The, uh, Amber like can't even open her eyes in those ones, and those are the ones where Tanya's the most slurry, slurry. Oh yeah. The one of the three of them together on the couch, I guess, is the best. Yeah, the body language is crazy because she's Amber's trying to kind of lean away from Matt, and Tanya's just sitting there with a red face, like who? Amber. Yeah. Amber. Well, you and then Matt's like all Matt's all cocky, like yeah. I'm chilling on the couch. We should. Uh, Didn't he write a book? Yeah, and he's like that naked would be on the really, book cover. Ew. 
With his leather jacket. He's like holding something in front of his dick. Ew. A cup of coffee. Uh, I bought Amber's book again because I want to read it, but I just don't know how to get around the copyright for that. That might be really funny to read that book. Although, what is Matt going to tell us? Eh, probably. No, nah, I don't care about Matt's, but Amber's, just the first chapter is so funny. Because I'm just, reading Andrew's. It has no I will, periods in it. I will camp oh, out yeah. overnight in front of whatever non-existent bookstore there is now to get Andrew's book someday. Fuck. All right. So in a couple weeks, we will come back with uh, more. What's the, what Whatever the hell the, this is called. Family, what happens on the third episode? Did it show... There really wasn't much of a preview for the next episode. Hang on, I can I can look at uh, what I can read the description file of yo. <laughs> I love your Matt. <laughs> you just make him sound so stupid. I love it. All right, uh, season one, episode three. I should try to make Tanya do that. Episode three. Families get fed to the dogs. Oh yeah, who let the dogs house? out this is called this is where they like have to run and work together and then dogs attack them and this this aired oh. on my birthday two years ago march 20 what oh, my goodness yes. happy birthday indeed of course i don't like a these dog ones. episode out well, well i don't is. ever want to be attacked by a dog you would volunteer to do it. Oh yeah. Well, I also don't like it because I'm I'm nervous that like somebody like super unhinged would like turn around and like hurt the dog somehow. I mean, I'm sure people probably can't because. So this was the amazing race. Here. You would volunteer to be the one that the dog would attack. Yeah, because Jody, with all of they the don't fucking... scare you. No, dogs are terrifying, but also with all of the like, like. All the contracts and, like, the liability shit. Like, they're not going to throw a dog. as go- Like, they put you in so much, like, puffy shit that you're not going to get hurt. What if and they got your was- fingies? Well, I mean, I've destroyed my fingers. My <laughs> fingers have no feeling in them anymore. <laughs> not- I'd be like, that. Nah, there's no I wouldn't there. even know. Yeah, I wouldn't even know. They're calloused over completely. Um, all right. All well, right. that was well, fun. Yeah, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Give us a little, uh, give us a good... Let Tanya say goodbye. Let Tanya do our uh, closing speech. I feel like she would say something like, so long, toodaloo. Absolutely. Bye, Gary. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.